Hi, everybody. I'm Tim Yuma. Welcome into localjobnetwork.com radio. This is Moving Up the Ladder, where we bring you experienced and knowledgeable professionals with insight into enhancing your career. Personal branding can be a major factor in advancing within your career, but what does successful branding look like? Today's guest, Peter Gaska, co-founder of wildcreations.com, says you can look no further than the multiple Emmy award-winning TV show, Breaking Bad. And while the crime involved may not be endorsed, one can't deny the branding lessons for all of you listening out there. Peter, thanks once again for joining us. Sam, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Well, last time we met, we talked about House of Cards, a terrific show that had a little bit of a little bit of crime and sleaziness involved, but a lot of good lessons. And we're back talking about that <laughs> uh, similar vein with Breaking Bad. But before we jump into sort of the details of the show and how that affects branding and, and how that really that relates, how do you view branding as an individual and what it means to you or how you would define it? Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, you know, branding's, uh, I think it's one of those widely undervalued skills, um, especially for like developing your career and developing yourself into what kind of career you want. You know, branding in general, a lot of people look at it as, uh, you know, uh, companies that brand have a special image and you can just relay that directly to you yourself individually. And today, especially with social media so prominent and the ability to find anybody anywhere on any device, you know, it's important to maintain somewhat of a brand, especially if you're in the job market. Because employers, people that you're applying with, can go and look for you on LinkedIn. They can look for you on Facebook. And unless you are very adept at hiding, which I <laughs> often argue that there is just no way to hide on social media these days, you know how you're perceived online and you know personally makes a big difference to employers. So, so understanding the importance of branding and how to brand yourself is really important these days, especially with that, that element hanging over your head. Sure. Yeah. No, excellent point with the social media. I mean, you can't really get away from it. So you might as well use it as a tool for yourself. Let's get into, again, what we're looking at today is the idea of the show Breaking Bad and, and some of the premise behind that and how that relates to branding ourselves as individuals. Give the listeners a quick lowdown of the show and how you are able to kind of give us that correlation between the two. Sure. Uh, well, you know, Breaking Bad is another one of those television shows that you feel somewhat guilty taking <laughs> lessons from because you know it's about a guy who uh, he is a high school chemistry teacher. He comes down with cancer, and he doesn't really have the money to be able to support his family through the chemo treatments. So he winds up pairing up with one of his former students who just happens to deal in drugs, uh, methamphetamine to be exact. And so Walter White, being a chemist, determines that he knows how to make methamphetamines with the pure chemical elements needed. So he pairs up with this high school kid. He starts making methamphetamine that is remarkably pure. Not that I have any experience with it, but according to the show, it's one of the purest. I want to disclose that right away. I don't know the difference between pure and impure methamphetamine, but according to the writers, it was very good. And he winds up over the course of, I think it's like five or six seasons, almost agonizingly, you know, working his way from this very timid high school teacher to eventually this methamphetamine kingpin, um, which he does through basically a a few elements of branding. You know, for starters, the methamphetamine is a a pale blue. For whatever reason, the, the chemicals he uses creates this pale blue color of the methamphetamine. And he realizes that his, his methamphetamine is really good. It sounds so strange that we're talking like, like this, but <laughs> he realizes his product is really good and that it has this blue tint. And he leverages it when he, you know, throughout, the, throughout the series to make sure that his distributors and his clients know that it's his stuff because nobody can reproduce it. Mm-hmm. But he also 
through the course realizes that that blue tinted product is not going to be enough to separate himself from you know, other people that will eventually learn the, the product. So he develops his own persona, his own brand. Um, he cuts away from the chemistry teacher and becomes this goatee, bald, pork pie, hat wearing thug. He looks like a really scary character. And he realizes that that's what he needs to do in order to gain the respect he does. And so again, tying that to a personal level, you know, if you are looking for a job or if you're changing careers or you know, you're out there in the marketplace trying to climb up the corporate ladder, you know, if your persona is somebody who likes to go to the beach and ride the waves and not work hard, you know, as you're progressing up the, the corporate ladder, people are going to look at that as your personal brand. And I guess it's kind of stereotyping, but they look at that. Mm-hmm. And so if, you're, if you wanted to climb up the corporate ladder, change a career, then you have to build a persona, a brand around yourself to send that impression to everybody that sees you. And again, going back to the whole social media thing, one of the easiest ways to do that is by creating you know, the right pattern and the right strategy online. So if people are looking up your website or looking up your LinkedIn profile, they see what your strengths and weaknesses are, your focuses, and that creates a brand around yourself. It almost does it automatically for you, so you don't have to do it in person. Right. You know, so that's, that's the first element of you know, the Walter White branding genius, if you will. You know, the second one is he realized very quickly in, in his raise up into power that he needed to control his distribution. He needed to be everywhere. And where he, you know, if you turn off your radio for the next 30 seconds, because I don't want to have this as a spoiler alert, but he eventually, <laughs> you know, works his way into where he takes out, he becomes his own distributor. He takes out his competition. He becomes the distributor, or at least he manages the distribution. So he controls the flow. He controls the message. He controls uh, everywhere it goes. And he is basically everywhere. Mm-hmm. And again, from a personal branding standpoint, um, I think a lot of people, you know, if you're looking for a job or if you're, you're trying to change careers, will often just drop a resume in with a recruiter and think that their job is done. When in fact, there are tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people on those same services that you're competing with. So the only true way to really you know, control your message, control your brand, and get out there in front of people is to take the initiative and go do it. Contact people, be everywhere, go to networking events. Again, push your brand, push your personal brand of who you are mm-hmm. through your interactions with these people. But you have to be everywhere. You have to cast a very wide net, and you're going to have a lot more success if you're controlling those interactions if you go through a recruiter. Well, let me ask you quickly on that part, uh, as far as trying to be everywhere and, and sort of being involved and, and- pushing your career in a direction you want it to be. If you're currently at a company, I feel like you might be limited sometimes, at least as far as the work you're doing. I mean, is that something you you keep to outside the office or do you try to still kind of create this path where, you know, you might not have full control over what you're doing in terms of your job or your tasks or, or how you're trying to advance? How do you How do you balance that portion between what you're currently doing versus where you might want to be and, and what you're not doing at this point? Yeah, good question. I think uh, you know internally, if you're if you're in a corporation and or a business, and 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 you want to move up, and you're just not getting the attention from the people or getting the responsibility. That what I always tell people is, you know, especially as somebody who's managed several employees, sometimes managers, owners get sidetracked. It's hard to keep track of everything that's going on in their business. So you have to be in their grill. You have to be, you know, in their office, interacting, asking for responsibility. That's what, mm. that's what always separates, I think, employees in, my, in the organizations I've worked in are the people that step up and, you know, A, ask for responsibility, B, take responsibility. Those are two different things. One is going in and saying, give me more work to do. The other one is 
basically taking all the taking blame, never passing along blame, mm-hmm. taking responsibility for things that happen. Those type of people separate themselves far and beyond anybody else. So it really is just an initiative thing. It's a little bit of politicking. You have to learn how to work through bureaucracy. You have to make sure that you're not irking people above you or usurping authority to get there. But there's zero, in my opinion, there's nothing wrong with networking within an organization to further your personal brand and to work your way up. Because Nobody's going to hand you a promotion. Nobody's going to hand you more responsibility if they're not sure you can handle it. Mm -hmm. But they might be more willing to give you more responsibility if you're showing the initiative to go take it. When you're talking about the idea of being everywhere, uh, you know, you brought up obviously in terms of Walter White on Breaking Bad and being involved in all that. Another portion of that that you mentioned in an article you had, you know, talking about all this this stuff as being related was the idea of being consistent. Why why is that important? How is that portrayed in the show and how you can translate that into the the business setting and the importance of being consistent? Point number 3 with the Walter White thing, which is a really awesome what he's really good at and he identifies with is the fact that he never compromises on the quality of his product. Hmm. Even when he had people dictating how he made it and he had bosses you know, at the, in, in the early stages telling them, uh, paying him and watching over him, managing him, you know, he would never cut corners. He always made sure that the, the product he produced was top notch. And it was very, very important for him to make sure that that, stayed, that remained the same. You know, on a personal basis, on a branding, personal branding basis, you know, the message that you send out there has to be consistent also. I keep coming back to the social media thing because these days, you know, especially if you're leveraging social media, if your LinkedIn profile shows you as profile type of person A, but your Facebook, which is public, shows you as somebody completely different, right. you know, it could cause problems. You know, I personally keep my Facebook page locked. So, you know, unless you, unless you are a friend of a friend, you can't get in and publicly look at me. But I also maintain a Facebook page that if somebody was really asking and said, hey, well, where's your Facebook page? I can direct them to that, which hmm. clearly shows my professional stuff. And this, is, this applies to whether you're looking for a job, and it probably applies more internally in a company if you're working and trying to work your way up a job. But if, you, if you're trying to present yourself as somebody who's responsible, who wants to take more responsibility, who wants the, the initiative to move up the corporate ladder, you, know, you have to be consistent with that. You can't be doing it one month and the next month coming in late for three straight weeks and then right. coming back later and saying, hey, I'd like to take on more responsibility because you're sending very mixed messages. And in most cases, it's always the negative that people remember. I mean, I think people are fooling themselves if they think that businesses don't do Google searches on potential employees. Right. I know people, uh, I've got friends who run businesses that have, you know, that's like almost the final stage. You've got somebody that you're really interested in or a couple of candidates and you find them on Facebook and you see some very unflattering pictures (laughs) or some unflattering comments or somebody's ranting about some political you know, something going on and it could be a real turnoff because you don't want that kind of inside a business, especially with somebody new, you want to kind of keep things cool until you can get the feel of each other. Right. Well, and as you mentioned a couple of times, you know, fair or unfair, it it is going to happen. It's probably going to occur in in some instances, as you mentioned, just Googling somebody or just looking at any of their, finding their social media accounts. When it comes to images, uh, you know, you talk about with Walter White and, and sort of that, uh, you know, the goatee, the shaved head, the, the hat. Um, he created that image kind of on the fly there. How important do you think that is? And again, I'm just talking visually here. When you look at, when you look at someone's, say, LinkedIn page or, or you see their profile on Twitter, I mean, is it that important that they have something that 
correlates with their message? Is it just have to make sure it's professional and not, as you said, unflattering in some way? Or, or how much do you think that plays a factor or should it? I actually think it plays a huge factor. And, I, okay. and I'll tell you two reasons why. The, the first one is I teach courses at a, at a local university, business courses. And I teach to, teach to freshmen and I teach to MBA students. And one of the requirements of my class is you have to have a LinkedIn account, uh, a LinkedIn profile, because we do homework. We, we put things, we communicate through LinkedIn, because I think it's a great, from a professional standpoint, everybody, if you're looking for a job, if you're a student, you should have a LinkedIn profile. And it's crazy how many pe- times people, uh, especially the freshmen, will take a selfie, you know, a picture with, of themselves with their arms extended out, and they're wearing a tank top or sunglasses or a hat turned backwards. Mm-hmm. And I've got to kind of pull them aside and say, you know, listen, I, you, maybe you want to be a rap star or a professional athlete, and that's the image and the brand that you want. But if you're looking for a regular job, you need to change that profile picture. Because depending on what kind of job you're looking for, right. that will make a difference. Um, and second, and I had a great con- just a conversation yesterday with a local uh, small business incubator, and we were kind of reminiscing about you know, what you should wear when you go to an investor pitch. And I mentioned, well, always default to a tie because you, know, you can always work your way down from a tie. <laughs> and one of the co-founders of this uh, incubator said, he said very frankly, he said, listen, you know, most tech companies I've ever worked with would immediately discredit you if you walked into their office with a tie because that says to the interviewer, you know, we're a young tech company. We have a very relaxed culture and clearly you didn't do your research and clearly you didn't, you know, you don't fit in. Like mm-hmm. it, he said it very bluntly. Like we, we basically, we judge people as soon as they walk in by what they're wearing. Wow. So again, if you're looking, if you're young and you're looking for a job and at Google or a young tech company, you probably want to be, you just want to know who you're targeting and what company, what the culture that you're looking for, because it can make a difference. Um, you know, I've got a, a, a friend who has tattoos and he works for an investment firm. He can never wear short sleeve shirts mm-hmm. or ever be seen in public with short or at a networking event because he knows that he, he works for a very conservative company. And it's really funny because when I knew him, he had a beard and was a very relaxed guy. And the last time I bumped into him, he was driving a very nice car, a $2,000 <laughs> suit. And I'm not making this up, but he said, that's just what you have to do because I'm, that's my industry. I'm prepared to do it and I do it that way. So he had created a whole brand around himself that just completely got rid of his other brand. So it's, it's immensely important right. is the short answer to it. No, and I think, you know, you bring that up and a lot of people we talk with sometimes say, well, you know, this is me, this isn't me. And that's fine. If you want to make a statement, go ahead. But then just understand you may not be successful. You may not get that job. And I guess that's the balance people have to find in a lot of these cases. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, we are quickly getting up against the clock here. So I wanted to give you the floor at the end if you wanted to uh, share any final takeaways with our listeners, uh, whether you are comparing specifically Breaking Bad to the idea of personal branding. I think think these are always fun shows to do, and I appreciate you bringing it to the forefront. Or anywhere else you want to go with, with branding. Um, again, something that the listeners could really pull from this conversation that we've had today. Sure. Uh, yeah, maybe next time we, we can find a show that doesn't deal with, you know, nasty politics. <laughs> a nice, wholesome, but... family-friendly yeah. <laughs> show. I don't know if they exist, but we'll find one. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. I, no, I'll, I'll leave your listeners with one thing, because I, I get this every once in a while, because I do, I do pitch and I do talk a lot, uh, especially with university students, about the importance of the social media aspect, because I've had people come up to me and say, I kind of keep a low profile or I'm invisible online. And, and I always say, well, there's two things wrong with one is some people get really nervous when they can't find you online because, mm. you know, if you're hiding, what are you hiding would be a question. And number two, you don't always control 
the image and the brand that people are portraying online. For instance, I know a friend who runs a very large company, and I have a picture of him shirtless at the beach with uh, letters that have been shaved into his chest, doing something unorthodox. But nice, you know, because I <laughs> because I found it, not digging. It just suddenly it popped up. I notified him, and he took it away. Right. But somebody else posted it of him, mm. and it was out there, and. You know, now today with Google facial recognition, if you've done anything on Facebook, you know, when you post a picture, they're like, hey, is this so-and-so? Mm-hmm. So if people are, if you don't control your own brand online, then unfortunately, more than likely somebody else will. So that's a really important aspect to it. Well, with that, we will close out this edition of Moving Up the Ladder. And again, we've been talking about personal branding and comparing it with a uh, very well-known show, Breaking Bad. If you haven't seen it, Peter and I both suggest you go, uh, as he said, carve out a couple weeks and just binge watch. Yeah. It, it is worth it. You may not be able to pull yourself away, let's be honest. But again, Peter Gaska has joined us today. He's co-founder of wildcreations.com. He's been able to give us some insight into the show as well as how it relates to personal branding. Peter, as always, thanks for coming on. We do appreciate all the uh, all the knowledge and, and kind of the fun conversation today. Tim, my pleasure. Thanks again. And of course, if you're looking to contact us, if you have any feedback or you have any uh, shows you're interested in hearing about, you can email us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also find us on Twitter at the LGN. We'd love to connect with you there as well. Wishing you success in all your endeavors. I'm Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.